Hey everyone, welcome to Black and Binging, where we talk all things Black and women-led in TV and film. We're your girls, Ronnie and Joy, and on today's episode, we want to start our month off by acknowledging and celebrating the Black women leads like we grew up with and talk about the impact that their shows made on our lives. So today, we are doing that with some... Popcorn, right? I got my Angie's. I'm sticking to this bag. I'm still making my way through it, but that's what I'm I'm doing today. What popcorn do you have today? I'm back with Pop Secret. But you know what? I just realized Um, we need to find like a black-owned popcorn popcorn brand. That would be cool. We do. All right, we're looking for any black-owned popcorn brand that wants to be featured on Black and Binging, we would love to um, feature you guys and have your popcorn while we talk about all of this amazingness on TV. And on the big screen, can't forget about my films. And on We'll, we'll be getting to more films this month for sure. We just, you know, we've dabbled in our TV. We're going to move over to some films this month. We're excited. Got a lot planned for February, so... Yes, but as Joy mentioned today, it's all things TV on Black sitcoms, and I just want to know, like, there's so many, there's too many to name when it comes to, like, female leads in Black sitcoms, especially from back in the day. Do you have a favorite that you watched growing up? A favorite that I watched? So I have two. Um, one might be That's So Raven, because I feel like I was a big Disney kid. I'm still a big Disney kid. I know I'm grown, but so That's So Raven was like the show that I always had on. I was always watching her. Um, of course, I feel like for me, that was probably like my first real Black lead woman character that I gravitated towards. And maybe as a kid, like I didn't realize it. I was just like, I like Raven. And I don't know if I put together that it's because she looked like me, but um, I love that so even growing up. And then um, my other show that was, <laughs> I don't, I guess it was kid appropriate, but um, I love the Parkers. Like the Parkers was my show. My mom, we used to wake up every Saturday morning, 9 a.m., put the Parkers on and just sit there for the morning and like watch the Parkers. So that's another one of my favorites um, growing up for Black sitcoms. And even to this day, I love, I literally will rewatch the Parkers today just to laugh, just to whatever. Um, I was just going to say that I'm like working from home now. I feel like I always have the TV on in the background to like keep me company. And I will throw on like BET and the Parkers will just like be on reruns and I'm cracking up like right I'm doing my work exactly what was your favorite um black show sitcom or show growing up as a kid that's hard I know it's a tough question when you said that so raven I was like ooh, because I was like growing up a huge like Disney fanatic as well um I would say it's probably a tie a tie, but I would say that So Raven has like the number one spot if I had to choose that So Raven and then Sister Sister. Oh yeah. I really did like um seeing Tia and Tamara. Um and even more so now since I've like taken that journey to go natural. I'm like, wow, for them to wear like their hair in their natural curly state back in the day, like that was a huge thing. Um seeing like a non-traditional like family coexist and raise these like smart independent girls 
that was cool to me. Um, I always loved Tamara's character because she was more like the party girl, wasn't so great in like school and stuff and the fun one. Um, but yeah, I would think between that and that So Raven, because I know I had a time period where in elementary school, I would always say, oh, snap, like, you know, <laughs> Raven. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I agree. I think, I mean, I think Disney had a big influence, even like not only just TV shows, movies too. Because then when I think of like Sister, Sister, they were the leads on um, Twitches. And that's one of my favorite movies growing up. Me and my cousin were Twitches for Halloween. Like just being like, being able to like look up to these black girl leads that were young and just doing the thing on Disney. I think that's super important. The Cheetah Girls, that's another one. Black girl leads, you know, getting to see that. And that's also, of course, that's a Raven. Um, but uh why do you think shows like these are important to like little black and brown girls um today i think representation like we always say representation matters and it whether people want to believe it or not i know with joy i'm preaching with the choir here but like media we're surrounded by it and you can't escape it what, unless you live under a rock, which no one in 2022 does. So no matter how you consume your media, whether it's audio, visual, both, um, hearing Black voices, seeing Black faces on various devices of how you get your content, it's important to see people that look like you to know that even if you don't want to go on that, it could be either, you know, you can do that one day if you're interested in media, whether it's on camera, behind camera, or even if it's just an escape, which it is for most people, it's like, wow, I can escape and consume content that's relatable to me. Right. In some shape or form. So. Yeah, I love that. And that's so true. Like, I feel like just like we said, this is like, that's a Ravens of the world. Just like, that's the first time we're seeing those characters that look like us. And what, 20 years later? Wow, 20, has it been 20 years? Probably about like, probably about 20 years but 20 years later that's still relevant and we're still talking about it so that shows impact in that sense alone so yeah absolutely and even like like how we're talking about the parkers it's still covered on tv today and there's like moesha living single so many other like first like female-led like black sitcoms and tv shows that still have this mark like it was huge when girlfriends and moesha and a few other parkers it was like they did a whole rollout on netflix right. and yeah. it the internet it sure did it sure did that's it it's important and still relevant um but like speaking of like shows like girlfriends uh were there any shows that you were probably too young to be watching as a kid but you still like snuck away and watched them absolutely it was girlfriends <laughs> which is now but like when it did come on Netflix I feel like that was not I feel I know that was my first time like watching it in its entirety because my mom was like a girlfriend's like avid watcher and I don't know if it wasn't a time where she told me I couldn't watch it but you just I feel like I had this sense that I knew like I wasn't supposed to be watching that show. So I would try to like sneak or like peek in or like come into her room. (laughs) Like, oh, I forgot this. (laughs) Sitting trying to figure out what the episode is. Taking sleep (laughs) while watching the show. I can't. 
I can't I, I mean I was like that too I don't know if my mom ever said like I couldn't watch it but I feel like if she would walk in on me and it's like a scene that was a little too uh too feisty or whatever she would turn it uh-huh. I feel like I I saw bits and pieces so like re-watching it last year I was like oh I kind of remember this oh I know yeah. I know this and it was like but oh that's what y'all was talking about oh William was doing that in the back like yeah it started to make more sense and I was like oh okay maybe I shouldn't have been watching this as a mere 10 year or younger than that like you know but it's like a deeper understanding that you have mm-hmm. now let me ask you this because I had this thought we're both in our 20s and when I was watching girlfriends I'm like wow this is like so relatable at first I thought I was I think overall I'm more of like a Joan if I had to pick a character which I'm totally um I love her character but (laughs) I have you ever thought I was like after I was done I'm like I kind of want to just like re-watch this again in my 30s because I feel like at different stages in your life you may have noticed things that you didn't even realize happened in the series before, or you may like resonate it with it deeper or say yeah. like, oh yeah, that's something I used to sweat about in my twenties, but I don't even care about that now that I'm like 27 or early thirties type right. of thing. I mean, yeah, I think about like rewatching shows. Um, I mean, I think, I think now at the age of the 20s is the first time we're like starting to rewatch things or even think about it. Like, I mean, I go back and rewatch like my childhood shows, but I think it's going to be really dope in the future to rewatch adult shows, like how we just watched the Harlem. Like, I feel like it might resonate with us now. We're in our 20s, but like it's going to hit different in our 30s for sure. It's definitely going to hit different in our 40s. So like, I think that's something that people don't talk about much, but I think it's important to rewatch stuff and just kind of, I mean, even if it's just not in like twenties and thirties, but different times of your life, you just might see something you missed or just resonate with something differently, like you said. So um, definitely going to start making that a thing though. Yeah. We watch stuff just to see how it resonates at a different point in life. And do you think now, and this is like, I want the raw, honest truth. (laughs) Do you think like now we were talking about let's say Moesha you could watch that now and still like get laughs and cry and like resonate with the characters do you think that series now still have that still create content with that evergreen lens like Mm. would you be able to watch Harlem 20 years down the line like is the content still as timeless Hmm, that's interesting. I don't know if I would say that it is. Like, I mean, I don't know. I feel like, so the thing with nostalgia though, I think it's all like a mind game sometimes. Like it's all about, we always think something in the past is better than what is right now. So it's hard to comment to say like what we're watching today, if that's going to be timeless later. And it's, it's hard to say that back then when they were creating this content, that they were thinking it was going to be so evergreen. They were probably just, this is our story and I'm just writing. And I think stories are going to be relevant regardless, as long as it has a message. But um, it's hard to kind of like say, in the, like right now I'm thinking, well, I don't really know. I don't think so. But then I'm like looking back 20 years, did they think that? And like, look at it now, you know? So I don't know. Nostalgia is all a mind game, 
in my opinion. I think it's just like, we're always going to think things of the past were better than right now. Because I feel like even five years ago, we're like, oh my, like in college, oh my God, life wasn't like this in high school. Now we're out of college and we're like, oh my God, life wasn't like this in college. You know, like it's, that's a continuous thing uh, with nostalgia. So I'm not sure. What do you think? I want to steal your answer. That was great. (laughs) Okay. Plus one. You said plus one. (laughs) Um... But no, I I agree. I think it's, I think I agree. I think we do crave like the past. So it's kind of like inevitable for us to say that certain shows like Living Single or Moesha Parker's, they already have that like nostalgia stamp to them. But I do think that kind of based on like the craze or like the phenomenon that a show has now, you could kind of already get a sense. Like I would probably bet money that people will rewatch Insecure 20 years from now. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I I see that. Yeah. There's a few of those shows that I see that with, and maybe it's more with like the sitcom-y kind of short shows because of course like um I think the ones that we relate to now the most are those 30 minute shows 20 minute shows kind of thing I don't know if there's any like long like hour shows that I'm like huh that's gonna really be something I'm gonna watch again 20 years from now I do but it's not woman-led but I'll just shout it out anyway I love power okay all right all right okay we we don't we don't talk. We won't dive into that. We can we chat about that on social, right? But you'd rewatch that again. All of that, all the trauma, all them seasons, and we're still not nowhere near done. That's different. All right, Ronnie, if you want to put talking about all the spinoffs, just the original Power. I mean, I just recently restarted watching Power again, like just letting it run through. That's a lot of trauma to watch again. That's a lot of trauma. You go, I forgot that happened. I forgot that happened. I forgot they done murdered the whole damn cast. Like, hey. Do you think our faves, like, how to get away with murder and scandal? They, I hope they are. Oh. You already know how oh. to rhymes. You know I'm biased. Of course. Duh. Duh. <laughs> So it's like I will make them. I, I will. I will make literally them in history myself. I will literally, if I was a professor, I'd make it part of the curriculum, and just for fun. I don't care if I'm teaching math. You got to go watch the show. You got to go watch this. This is the whole season. Thank you. Um, but what I will say is, I personally think I'm more prone to rewatching movies than I am TV shows. Yeah, I think that too. I think movies are more like you're supposed to rewatch movies. Like I think this new era of binging and like having all this content, like it one makes it hard to, cause it's, it takes a long time. Like binging content, like it takes a long time. So it's not something you just do constantly, but like, not that this is except black. For us. Right, except for us. We just do this for fun, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but like, for example, the Marvel, the Marvel series. I like to rewatch that like every year now. That's like my new thing. I just watch them in order 
from beginning to end, but it's movies. Like it doesn't feel as much of a task, but rewatching like a power, rewatching a, a scandal. I just think about all, uh, a Grey's Anatomy, all those emotions. Like I feel like watching TV shows, it's like you're so engulfed into these people's stories to binge it over and over again. You're going through a lot of emotional turmoil there. And I think that's what like turns me off from rewatching stuff, but it would be nice to do it like 10 years later. Right. How, how, how frequently I could read. Right. And that's probably the difference from like a drama series versus a sitcom, which is why I could have like sister, sister on the background and it just be like fun and entertaining because I know I'm not missing a storyline. Exactly. But in Scandal, if I don't know what Olivia said to her dad, I don't know why he's talking right. for her in this episode. <laughs> yeah, I've been there too. Like where you just started, you're like, wait, what happened? Where is this in the show? I don't even remember this. Um, but I guess like speaking of like bringing shows back and like, would you watch them 10 years later? Like, what are your thoughts on reboots and like the reliving of the nostalgia? Like, of course, I think what last month, they, uh, last month, okay, wait, okay, wait, 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 wait. Did you, okay, we all know they're bringing back Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. They're bringing back The Proud Family. Did you watch the trailer to Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? Yeah, that was hard. But we ain't talking about that. That ain't woman-led. No <laughs> women in there. Hey, hey, hey. That's definitely, we're not going to just. I just asked her because she tried to negate my point. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about these shows. Because, okay, it's not women-led, but we it have, has- like, two iconic characters, Ashley and Hillary Banks. Like, we're not about to just ask And Aunt Viv. No, and Aunt Viv, both Aunt Vivs. It was two of them, okay? Yeah. Um, we can't just forget about that. So you're not here for reboot culture? Not really. Oh, like, for instance, No Shade, No Tea, because we both said this was our favorite um, TV show going growing up, but I was not a fan of Raven's Home. Ooh. Like, and then it's like damn like you should have just kept it in the past and I will say that I mean Raven's Home's the first one to come to mind I think they're doing more reboots with like majority white sitcoms and like tv shows I haven't really seen that many with the black ones yet Mm -hmm. um but I'll give Fresh Prince a chance but I do feel like it's like you gotta bring it because the hype is already there. So if you don't deliver it, if it falls flat one bit, I'm not watching it anymore. I, I, I get that. And I feel like, so I guess I have a question because I haven't watched a Raven's Home. I might've watched the pilot like when it first dropped, but do you think that that's a show that you don't relate to now, which is why you might look at it like, oh my God, I don't like it. Or is it more like, I just don't like it because it's bad. I see what you're saying. That's actually a really good question. Because, like, she's a mom now, and I'm not a mom, so I could have been like, what the hell? Right. But then how old was, how old was Raven when we were watching? Like, were we a little bit younger? Because why wasn't she just, like, oh, we were probably young watching it, and she was in high school. Was she in high school when we were watching? I thought she was, like, Okay, so yeah, if she was in high school, we definitely were in high school watching. Yeah, you're right. Okay. 
So like the mom, her being a mom, I guess that timeline adds up. It was just cheesy to me. But so like, overall, that's I love cheesy. No. We just probably ate it up because we was kids. We was like, that is just so funny. We're kids. No, because I got somebody's password to Disney Plus and I've been rewatching Oh, That's So Raven. Shit still slaps. It just slaps because you already know. You was like, I remember watching. This is my shit. Like, again, this idea of nostalgia, it's in our heads. We're like, it's so much better. But I mean, so I'm like, split on the reboot thing because I'm like I think sometimes we're gonna have to make that fresh content for the kids of today because how we grew up is not how they're growing up right technology all that like if I'm watching a that's a raven and she's on her flip phone these kids today gonna be like what the hell is a flip phone why what is that technology like where's her iphone at so I feel like to keep up with the times it's important to reboot things but I love what Fresh Prince did because they didn't try to make it the same. They switched it up. Like you're still kind of like you have the root of what Fresh Prince is, but it's not Will Smith that we're seeing in it. It's all new characters, a different kind of storyline. Like it's almost like a spinoff of it. And I was like, I like that take on the shows versus remaking them. Yeah. So that's my thing. And I guess that's kind of what they did with Raven's Home, but I have to watch it. I can't really give much of an opinion on it, but I'm like, I would think for like the kids shows that we might not relate to them as much anymore because again, we're not kids and it's not geared toward us. We'd only be relating to Raven, but maybe they're like, for some kids, I'm sure, who watch that so Raven, they're probably moms now watching this like, yeah, Raven, we the same kind of mama. Like, you know, we're, and I think, what did they say? Devon is her baby daddy. Yeah. Um, so like, and they didn't even say husband, baby daddy. Like, I'm sure that that's relatable to some people. Um, but I don't know. I'm I'm split on reboot culture. She split. It's a hard no for me, dog. Hard no. What about but, the know, Be creative. There's so many creators that need jobs. I have ideas. That's true. Let the past be great and come up with some new dope content that's true that i mean i'm not mad at that um i saw there was an article from the writer one of the writers on grand crew and he was talking about how there's like a lack of uh black sitcoms today and just it's it's just hard to get those sitcoms and those stories to hollywood because it's like hollywood's come a long way we see a lot more black women leads black leads period but like to pitch a show to hollywood with an all-black cast these days they're looking at us like whoa where's your inclusivity right diversity and if they give it to you the budget's probably not that big right and they're exactly like it's just they're skimping you and i'm like that's what sucks and I I wonder why back in the day was easier for us to have those shows because even before like our era of like you know the sister sisters there's we have the 227s the Sanford and Sons like the, the a lot of this black content and like we don't see that as much today and it's weird maybe it's out there but just the different forms maybe Maybe we're more on the dramedy side or not dramedy, but drama series. Like, I mean, there's black series, there's black movies. Like we see those more often, but yeah, those traditional black funny sitcoms, you don't see that much anymore. Yeah. 
there's a few sprinkles and they're definitely we'll dive more into some of them later this month um for black history but i definitely agree i think you could like name a whole bunch down the list from like the before like early 2000s and prior yeah. and then that was kind of like it's a it's a couple Mm-hmm. But then we got black people and black women specifically doing the damn thing in so many other aspects. So kind of it's it's a win-win in a, in a way. Um how do you think the black woman has evolved in TV now? Ooh. Um off the top of my head I would say how we're represented um we're represented more in various ways. Like I hate to take this to like way back in the day, but before, if you saw a black woman on a film or a TV show, this the screen were always the babysitter, the mammy, or we're like a Jezebel like sex symbol. Um, and now you see the black woman and you can see the black woman as a mammy or a Jezebel and everything in between. Like we're showing the world that we're not just that. I think that's how we've evolved. I do think that there are some stories of black women that still haven't been told yet um, or aren't highlighted enough. So whether that's more representation for like black trans women or black women who work in like science fields or tech fields, things of that nature, I think we can definitely see more representation of. Um, and also like highlight the people behind the scenes too, as well. Yeah, agreed. And I mean, we have some episodes this month entailing some of that stuff, but I agree. I think the black woman um, has completely evolved in TV and our roles, we're not just wives anymore. Like we're single women who are running businesses uh, we're single women with uh, high paying jobs where the money makers like we're starting to see that a lot more on TV and I love that um I love that um something they've taken from just from before is like and maybe that's not complete evolving but it is evolving is like the black woman in luxury I think that's something we're starting to see a lot more and I love it because yes sis you deserve and we not out, we are not out here struggling. And, you know, like, it's more about like, we all can live this equitable life. And we like to tell those stories too. Like, you know, so I think, um, I think the future of content is really, it's going to take off. And there's a lot of stories that still have not been told yet. You were completely right about that. But I think we're on the right track to start telling those Black women stories and really highlighting our Black women leads. Absolutely. Um, and I will ask one last question. I'm so curious. <laughs> what is your question? If you had to pick one Black female character who you would say you're most like, or maybe like your alter ego, who would you want it to be? Or who would you pick? Ooh, in like, in, in kids' characters or like in general? In general. Oh my God, this is too easy, Ronnie. This is too easy. I'm Olivia oh. Pope. Duh, like, and I didn't even want to get into all of this, but Olivia Pope is by far my favorite, favorite, favorite Black woman lead. She's like literally the reason for like me loving film, loving TV. I mean, Shonda Rhimes, of course, but like her whole ego or everything is why, like 
she's my alter ego. I love her so much. So easily, Olivia Pope. Too easy. <laughs> Too easy. Who is yours? Same girl. Is it real? Yo, we just I had I, I have um shout out uh if he ever listens to it. This friend in high school, his name was Kevin. I'm not C is his last name. I'm not gonna put his whole government out there. Kevin but we watched Scandal on a weekly basis. We called each other b613 he would yell because I always wore like pea coats so he would always be like Miss Olivia Pope and y'all y'all that watch our show Black Invention on YouTube y'all see it I at first I'd be like what but now I take it as like a compliment people have told me I resemble Carrie Washington I can see it and my sis is a fellow Aquarius. Is she really? Well, her birthday was what? When was her birthday? Like the- January 30 or 31st. I did see that. I love it. Yes, ma'am. Okay. So it's giving, it's giving big A energy. It's, <laughs> it's giving big DC energy. Okay. Big yes. energy. Um, but that no, way. I totally agree. I feel like despite what some people may, I think the haters never watched the show. Didn't. Yeah, but like the overall character, she was just such a boss. She owned it. And even though it may not have been the most like morale way to do it, she really took those people like her tribe and like work. She she did literally run in a damn White House. Literally scandals why I minored in political science. Cause I'm like, oh yeah. I got I got to get that under my belt just in case I want to go to DC after college. I, I got to get that under my belt and like just to see a black woman have that much influence in the politics of the United States and yes it's TV okay we get it but she's she's written based on a real character Judy Smith yes that is who she's based on and she's doing crisis management in the White House so it's it's just a dope story and I and I have to you know my my girl I am the biggest Shonda Rhimes fan and literally I praise her for putting a black woman on primetime TV doing the damn thing in the White House like that is the most inspirational thing and of course and she continued to do it with how to get away with murder of course I mean people wouldn't say Grey's Anatomy is a black base show but of course seeing those black characters in those high positions as doctors as surgeons as all of that like Shauna Rhimes and that's I guess more of our adult life but she definitely gets the award for writing in some nostalgic dope black women leads like she gets that that could be childhood too because I was watching Scandal all up and through high school and college college too Mm -hmm. because we used to have our Scandal nights yes we did we used to have one thing that I will add too aside from the like the dopeness and just the boss like mentality and how she was able to influence so much stuff I love when maybe because I'm like so girly and I love like fashion and just dolling myself up I love when I see a woman that's like powerful but yet like her outer appearance still is like sexy like she's beautiful feminine energy she was just given all of that i love it here for it i love it yep that that for sure by far one of my favorite characters so now you're making me have to go like rewatch revenge scandal from the top i've watched the pilot scandal like 50 times like yeah, I just, i've never rewatched. 
You've never rewatched? Mm-mm. I mean, I haven't gotten all the way through, but the pilot, you haven't seen the pilot since you first saw it years ago? Yeah. Oh my God, you have to rewatch that pilot again. You're going to be like, oh my God, like Columbus Short is in the pilot. Like, you're going to be like, oh my, I forgot he was in the show. Like, that pilot is boss. Okay. That's my homework. Yes. That is my homework. Yes, yes, yes. And your homework for everyone out there listening or watching on YouTube is to come back to us next week, Monday, February 14th, because as we mentioned before, for Black History Month, we're dropping an episode every single Monday, and we have a special treat for you guys that Monday. I'm not going to say what it is yet, so you need to stay tuned um, to hear more about it, but obviously it's Valentine's Day, so that's all I'll share. Okie dokies. Well, thank you guys so much for listening, and we will see you next week, Monday, February 14th, with another episode. Bye, guys. Bye.